Hi, my name's Gareth Parton. I'm a producer engineer based in London and probably best known for um, the recent album I did with the Go Team. Ian from the Go Team is actually my brother. He was the drummer in the band that I was in for a long time. So uh, I split the band up when I moved to Australia for a year and he continued this uh, Go Team project that she'd uh, had kind of bubbling on for ages really, just like little tapes of things and ideas that he had together. So when I came back from Australia, we got stuck in and did the album. The craziest thing about that album is it was made twice. It came out of Memphis Industries, which is a small label, small indie label in London. And uh, there are a huge number of samples on that record. It's probably about, you know, about 60 or 70, I guess. It takes, you know, a year or two to clear all the samples. It cost an absolute fortune, and it just wouldn't be able to do that on, on that size of label, so it would have never come out. So they thought, let's put it out, and uh, did, and it got really successful. And uh, it's like, oh dear, what are we going to do here? They wanted to give it an American release, but that would never have happened in the States it was. So they shopped around for um, some someone who'd be able to invest in it and uh, do what Avalanche has had to do on some stuff, like recreate the samples and pay for the sample clearance and maybe do some rewrites on certain samples. So, that, so we ended up making the record again a year after it originally came out. recreated the samples that we could and then farmed the others out to um, so-called sample recreation companies um, some of whom are better than others let's say that so we ended up coming back with some really comical uh, really dodgy versions of samples and we just head, head in hands we kind of like what the hell are we going to do here because that that <laughs> we'll just be laughed out if we try and put that on the record we had to recreate the vocal samples that were from the original album and a lot of those a lot of the new versions on um, songs like Huddle Formation were done with a group called Rhymes and so they, they feature on the uh, the new version of the album and they uh, a few of them go out live with the Go Team now as well Ninja the vocalist she didn't appear on the, the first version of the album she sings the new version of Bottle Rocket on the new album but on the original that's all samples Lady Flash has got loads of samples on and uh, Ian's publishing is probably zero on that actually because there's so many other samples but uh, it's worth doing that and not recreating them in order to keep it as you know true to how he wanted it as could be really it's not a normal writing process it's not like I've got a song let's put some samples over it it's a real kind of long drawn out process really kind of seeing what works with what laying samples on top of each other it's, it's pretty bonkers but it's the, it's the sort of the way he glues it all together it's crazy plug the in plugins um, I'm a fan of the the Bomb Factory 1176 one which I probably put across a lot of things I'm not particularly subtle with my compression so if I want something to sound like it's smashed up 
then th that one is particularly good for that in uh, bomb factory stuff. A subtle compression, I'd, I'd probably use outboard, but that's kind of a fast, um, fast release, sucking kind of compression, which is good. I tend to actually always use the, the delays in the uh, in Pro Tools rather than outboard now because it's so much easier and you can just uh, echo farm delays. I'm a really big fan of those; they're great. And uh, also the the amp farm stuff in there, which is quite handy just for putting the odd bit of distortion. And uh, I tend to put those on toms actually. The, the Marshall presets on uh, the amp farm put those across toms because they go smash. It's good. I tend to use synths to kind of back up guitar lines subtly, that's kind of what I've been doing recently, and, and basses as well, so this kind of sitting underneath the track, I've just worked with the band um, Victorian English Gentlemen's Club, and we kind of had uh, like a, a uh, synth bass sound, uh, backing up underneath the real bass, just to give it that sort of uh, unnatural fatness that you can't get from, from real bass. The future. I've made three albums this year already, and it's uh, what is it, May? So uh, I've kind of been jumping around between three different albums. All three are quite different. So I was doing the Pipettes album, which is a uh, uh, '60s influenced girl group type thing, um, and then going on to the Victorian English Gentleman, and also uh, working on a band from Belgium, which is kind of guitar-y, uh, guitar-y guitar pop rock stuff and my head's sort of swimming around three different projects but it's, uh, it takes like half a day to get back into going from oh I'm doing 60s girl pop to doing you know noisy guitar and twisted stuff as far as I can tell the industry seems quite healthy in the sort of level that I work at the guitar Guitar-based indie bands are kind of uh, you, there's a new one coming out every every week, so, and they're all pretty good. I spend a lot of time listening to Six Music, and it, you know I don't often turn it off because there's nothing good on, and they, it's all quite new stuff that they play on there, so it's quite healthy. SonicState.com. Doing solo.